Welcome to the Love Holistic Living Podcast, your roadmap to heal and align mind, body, and soul and become intuitive through food, pleasure, and spirituality with your host and Italian friend, Sara Garofalo. So hello, everyone. My name is Sara with Love Holistic Living, and I'm here with Mary today, and I'm so excited to have you here, Mary, because we are going to talk a little bit about your journey and your health journey and your transformation, and again, I'm so honored to be here with you, and I'm going to introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you and what you do, and yeah. Go ahead, Mary. Okay, well, I'm, my name is Mary. Um, I'm a small business owner on the Central Coast with a couple of locations. I work in the insurance and financial services industry. I have you know, about 10 employees in all parts of the country. Um, and I have about 3,000 households. So I stay very, very busy all the time. Um, and I came across Sara because I'm a member at a, at a gym in San Luis Obispo, and she had been talking with one of the owners about a different approach to health and to weight loss, and I think I needed to hear that at that point in my life, so that's how I connected. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so we understand that you are a very business and very busy businesswoman, right? So you're busy and I know that you have, um, yeah, a lot of employees and a lot of responsibilities to take care of. So when I met you, and we're going actually to go deeper on where you were at when we started connecting, and then we're gonna talk about where you're at now. But uh, because you run a business and you have a lot of employees and you're always constantly having to make sure everything like everything runs perfectly right um there is a lot of say management and also stress involved with that and I think a lot of the women out there are going to relate with this message because there are so many women out there that have businesses but also that work full-time so uh, let us know a little bit about where you were at when we started connecting. Well, I think first of all, you know, I should let everyone know that I have dieted, quote unquote, lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, probably my entire life. Um, I grew up as an athlete. I was a figure skater. Um, we kind of starved ourselves to be thin, to skate. Um and it, you know, it was just part of the sport. Um, yeah. Then later in life, you know, you gain weight and then you have children and there's like this 30, 40 pounds that just seems to fluctuate all the time throughout life. And as I noticed, as I was getting through menopause, that those 30 pounds were not coming off. Mm-hmm. And then I would go in for my doctor's visit and I had an annual physical and my cholesterol numbers were through the roof and he put me on a statin, which I just did not want, you know, I'm like, oh, I can manage this with diet. And he said, well, that's fine. Then you need to eat less than a thousand calories a day. And I did that for like two months and I lost two pounds and I'm like, okay, this is not an answer. This is not working. 
Um, and so then I heard your talk uh, with Peyton Hughes and, and I thought, you know, let me look at this from a different point of view because this is not working. Um, I also have family with a lot of cancer. My mother died of breast cancer. My father had heart attack, quadruple bypass. And I just knew that, you know, if I didn't get the cholesterol numbers back in control, that, you know, I was going to have other issues. Um, so that was where I started. Um, and I, my cholesterol was over 300. And then just... I mean, just again, there are other factors like the work, the stress, yeah. not, not having any consistency. Like I did not have, I ate out a lot of meals. I did not have consistent meal times. I did not have consistent bedtimes. Like I probably left my office three or four nights a week after midnight. Yeah. Um, and then once I get home, you know, grab something out of the fridge and then go to sleep at 2 a.m. and then do it all again at six the next morning. So there were just a lot of things that weren't working. And from the medical point of view, trying to do it as my physician suggested, that wasn't a long-term solution. You can't live on a thousand calories a day for the rest of your life. No, no, I, I totally agree. I was under 1200 calories for two years and it was not sustainable. I actually ended up gaining all the weight back and eating all the foods that I missed in those two years. So yeah, we know, we know that path. And I think many women are relating to this message right now because uh, we get into these cycles, right? We think that we need to restrict and in order to lose weight. Um, and then yes, there is part of what you mentioned, your lifestyle was not consistent and, you know, your job, um, hours and also your meal time. So they were not consistent, but, um, let's take a look at where you're at right now and what changed because you shared with me some numbers that I think they're really, really important to share today. So well, I recently had a physical and it was a recheck because I basically quit taking my statins about two months ago. I did not like the effect they had on my muscle tissue. Um, and I do work out. I'm, you know, five to six days a week. I have a fitness routine that I was already committed to and taking those statins really bothered my muscle tissue. Now, is that, am I going to recommend to other people quit taking your medication? No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But I just didn't like how much pain I was feeling. And I'm thinking, okay, my, my diet, everything had changed. Well, then we did the blood work and it confirmed that I had lost about 75 points in my cholesterol numbers, which brought me down to where my physician said, okay, you, you can safely be off of that medication mm -hmm. and just continue to do the work you're doing. Um, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm eating differently. Um, I'm eating more consistently, um, still keeping my fitness routine. Um, but yes, yeah, so um, that was really one of the changes. The other change is that um, trying to have a different approach to my work, trying to have 
a different approach to my home life because I have a very understanding family, you know, given that I work, I work anywhere between 60 to 70 hours a week. So my husband does a lot of the meal preparation. Um, he's actually gone on board with this to support me. And as a byproduct, I think my daughter's probably lost 20 pounds and my husband is also eating healthier, but, um, you know, just to bring me back into my family life, because, you know, when you work all the time and you dedicate all of your energy, you know, into one place, something else has to be affected. So in my case, you know, having more structure and having more um, knowledge allows me to have a more, um, more holistic or full life instead of just one segment. So I'm still working on the stress part and I'm still working, you know, we're getting there. We're still working together. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's a daily, you know, daily reminder and, and, um, you know, commitment that you make and, um, and I'm seeing changes. I'm seeing changes in the way I work differently. Um, so it's, it's allowing to free up a little more time so that I can commit to my own health. Because the bottom line is if I don't get this under control, and I think I voiced to you, one of my greatest fears when we started this in the beginning was if something happens to me, my husband would have to step in and take my business over and deal with all those details. And I really did not want to put him in that position. He's a busy you know, person in his own career. And so, you know, that was also one of the motivators that I needed to get everything under control so that I don't burden, whether it be for my business or for my health later, that I don't burden my daughter with having to care for me. Um, you know, just, there were a lot of considerations. It wasn't just how do I look in my jeans? Yeah. And that's what I want women to understand that it's about your health and how to feel healthier and start this journey from within. Because like you said, um, it's, it's important to come from that place rather than, I mean, obviously we want to look good, but at the end of the day, we don't want to have all these health issues when we after menopause, right? That's what, that's usually when I've noticed that women are like, oh shoot, I've got to get this under control. And it's, it's about time. I feel like, and it's about that people know that it's holistic journey, right? Like you said, like there are so many pieces of this puzzle that we've been working together to get under control. And then we've seen the amazing results and the doctor like asked you like, Hey, what are you doing that? Uh, my, thousand calorie and didn't work you know what what what's happening over here so that was amazing to hear and it's amazing to hear that it's affecting your family in the most positive way because that's what I want at the end of the day I want to empower women to get their health um under control but also to become their healthiest version but also really understand that whatever you do, it's going to impact your daughter's life, your, your son's life, your, your husband that, you know, he's on board. He's actually cooking meals um, for you. And that shows a tremendous love. And I'm so pleased to hear about your daughter. I didn't know. Um, 
so yeah, it's so amazing to hear the ripple effect of this. And yeah, like like uh, we've said already, we're we're still working together. I mean, it's been like five five months, and we have we're still um, working because, like you said, it's a process. I mean, we we don't gain weight overnight. Yeah. So people need to understand that it's a commitment and it's um, a long lasting um, journey for the overall health. But I wanted to ask you, what was the biggest transformation for you? What, what is the biggest thing that you've, you've learned so far? Um, I think for me, it's probably more structure. Um, I tend to kind of do things for other people first and not create any structure to support myself. So I spend a lot of time, whether it's with, with family, I do a lot of charity work in the community, various charities that I'm involved with. Um, and then my business and my, my clients and my employees, and I get, you know, I, there's a piece of me split in all those different paths. And, you know, there isn't me like, you know, everything is for everyone else. And there's very little that I like, I would never put myself first. You know, I would always put every, I mean, it could be the person walking down the street that I don't even know <laughs> I'm putting them, you know, it's like, you know, time for me to close the door and get in the car and go home, but someone's at the door and they need something. And of course I'm going to, do whatever I can uh, to help them. But I've had to learn that it's okay to say no to some things that are not adding to your, your goals, your, you know, joy, your, you know, there's, there are other people that can take on some of those duties. I think delegation is another piece, just making sure that, you know, when you're delegating, whether it's at home or, in your work life that, you know, I mean, I, I don't, not a person that hovers and meddles anyway into it, but I still am involved. You know, people still turn back and ask, is this okay? It's like, Hey, I trust yeah. you. You can, you can do this. You can do this without me even. Yeah. Um, I trust you. So those are some of the stronger, cause I, I think the food is like, to me, the food is the easiest part of this. Um, which in the past, I always thought the food was the hardest part because you're always thinking, okay, when I do this for six months or a year or however long it takes to end, get that goal mm -hmm. weight that you're looking for, you still migrate back to old habits and that I have not done that with this. I mean, my food choices have been very consistent. Yeah. Um, it's and getting a handle on some of these other things have been, I think what we've spent more time on in my case, you know, everyone's yeah. different. So for oh. else, the food might be the harder part, but that was the easy part for me. It is just the lifestyle in general. <laughs> I think, I think to be honest, I think 90% of the women can relate to this. I mean, they, we all know what to do at the end of the day. Like we've done diets. We know if, if we put ourselves, um, if we commit to a diet, right. So many of us have, uh, have done this, we know what to do more or less. Okay. 
So the trickiest part and the hardest part is everything else, which has, it has many, um, many doors, right? Many, many things that influence our health and our lifestyle. There is the sleep, there is uh, work, there is environment, there is workout, which I think um, having the gym, gymnasio as in town, I mean, it's, it's a blessing for everyone because I think it's the best place um, we could work out right now. But yeah, so some, it's everything else because at the end of the day, um, we need to be able to understand how our body works and how to handle cravings and stress. I think stress is a big one, right? Well, and there were a lot of changes when you're talking about changes. I mean, I drank, I used to drink 10 to 12 cups of coffee a day. And I could drink a cup of coffee, caffeinated coffee at midnight and go right to sleep. So there was that transition of trying to eliminate that, that routine of coffee um, and get it down to, you know, a cup or so a day, going to non-caffeine options, a lot of other variations that we did that, that I then started to see other changes, things that I would have never noticed before. Like, I mean, you know, this is kind of graphic, but getting into like, even just your daily, you know, bowel movements, mm-hmm. like I could go like two or three days, not experience that. And then wonder like, why am I so puffy? Why do I feel sluggish? And, and now I'm pretty regular, which I don't think I've ever been in my life. So that is something very different. Um, You know, we've talked about eating some foods and how they affect, I had like a, uh, like an allergy type eye, you know, conjunctivitis and you know, we talked about what I was eating and I eliminated one of the items. And next thing you know, the, the artist, yeah. so it's interesting how food is medicine, but food can also cause some of these other issues. And I think where I'm at now, after working together all this time, that I'm finally getting to a point where I think my body is healing internally from a lot of what I've been, you know, fast food or, just, you know, food that is really not nourishing me and it's creating inflammation in my body. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of components to this. It's not just a diet. It's not just a fitness plan. It's just, it, it is to your name, holistic health. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for sharing, because if anybody has to take one thing out of this interview today is pretty much the holistic part of it. And that's what I want people to hear your story, because it's so powerful that it's not just a diet, it's everything else that approaches our health and seeing how far you've come. And also you said something really powerful that your body is finally healing. And that's what happened to me. It wasn't like, yeah, eight weeks can get you somewhere. Uh, 10 weeks can get you a little bit further. But when you adopt this for a long period of time, that's when your body is going to start to really heal. And that it's so powerful. 
Um, so thank you so much for sharing this, Mary. And I'm so glad that we were able to, uh, uh, to make it today, even though my computer, my other computer broke down, but I'm so, so excited. And I am sure that other people will find this uh, super inspiring. So yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate you. And it's been, I mean, I feel like there's still so much to learn. I, I feel like this is something you could study you know, for your lifetime and be a student of, of and, and just continue to learn and grow. It's like yoga. Each time you do it, it's a new practice and to just keep growing and being open to those changes um, because, you know, if you don't do it for yourself, it can't happen. No one can, no one can make this happen for you. You have to want to make that change and to be healthier and, and live a better life, a long life, if, if you can. Yes, so powerful. Nobody else can. You have to commit to your change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so powerful. And thank you so much, Mary. Um, have um, a wonderful rest of your day. And um, yeah, we'll talk soon.